Welcome to Screw the Hierarchy, Episode 7. This is Deb Falzoy, and today I'm talking about how Survivor shows our bias and recreates social hierarchies. On this episode, I talk about the demographics of the first 39 seasons and how what happens reinforces our perceptions of social power. Are you ready to listen? More after this. If you're a target of workplace abuse and want to break free of the grips of abusive power, you've found your place. I'm your host, Deb Falzoy, and the podcast begins now. So I am a self-proclaimed survivor junkie. I have not been watching it since it started, but I have seen every single season on Hulu while I've been on the treadmill, and I love the psychology of it. I love the strategy of it. The politics are kind of interesting, even though I don't love politics at work, even though some of it's unavoidable. Um, But I'm so excited for season 40 coming up. Winners at War, they're taking not all of the past Survivor winners, but like I'm guessing 16 to 20 as they've had – contestants in the past seasons and having them duke it out and I cannot wait to see what happens when you take some of the biggest strategists and some of the biggest uh most political people and and see what happens should be interesting um but in looking at all of this um and in in this whole analysis of social hierarchies and disrupting social hierarchies and knowing that the Civil Rights Act of 1964 has not really disrupted social hierarchies, white men are still predominantly in the power positions in the U.S. workforce due to stereotypes. Um, I wanted to see how this played out in Survivor. So I want to first just talk about the demographic makeup of the U.S. Um, And what's mostly interesting is around race. So I don't actually have the source for this, but um, with a quick Google search, I found that African-Americans make up 12.7% of the U.S. population and Hispanics make up 17.8% for a total of 30.5% of the U.S. population. Um, When you actually look at the breakdown of Survivor contestants over the past 39 seasons, I see roughly, now these are are kind of rough numbers. I didn't double check them, um, but they're kind of thorough too. I, you know, um, found out that it's around 120 out of 711 contestants over the years. So that's 17%. So we're not seeing that totally accurately um, reflective of the actual U.S. population. Um, It's off the mark by about 13%. Um, But I also, what I thought was really interesting, first of all, I'm going to talk about the breakdown of men and women winners because Just going through, so basically what I did was took every single season and saw, based on race and gender, who was kicked off the season and in what order. So to see who really has the power based on demographics. And I know these are 
These are like little societies with some of their own rules, but they're, I mean, no, none of these people were, you know, grew up in bubbles. All of these people um, are well aware of the stereotypes and have the, the bias, generally speaking, that we grow up with when we're taught these stereotypes. So I found out, first of all, that just the, the white women versus white men were just, they were the overwhelming demographic, and it was too much to figure out how they were kicked off and in what order. I have the data, but I didn't figure out calculations based on it. So I just looked at the winners for, for that. And 24 of the 39 winners were men. So 62% men. And we know that just based on the 17% being people of, of, or I should say African-Americans and Hispanics, um, that number's overwhelmingly white men. And then, so women were 15 of the 39 winners for 38%. So that's not really surprising in that white men held most of the power in the past 39 seasons of Survivor. But what was also interesting is looking at mostly along race, or this is actually all along race, I took a look to see in what seasons the first five, pe- of, of the first five people, what seasons had um, an African-American or Hispanic person kicked off. Knowing that they don't make up a large percentage of the population of contestants anyways. So I want to just first start off with the exceptions. There have been, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, six winners over the past 39 seasons. So uh, roughly 15% of all of the winners have been people of color. And one, two, three, half of those were women. So although twice it was the same woman, Sandra, who is the only person to have ever won the show twice. Um, So that's a pretty small percentage. But we know that it's only, you know, 17% overall that that have even been contestants on the show. But when we look at every single season and I did this breakdown it was pretty interesting with the exception of two seasons um there were no more than six african-american or hispanic people on the show at one time so most of the time it was two three or four people with the exception of two seasons there was one season season 20 um Wait, that actually, I'm not sure, is accurate. Um, There was one season. I'm not sure what number it is now that I'm looking at some of this. Okay, sorry, season 13, where um, they actually broke it down by race. So 10 of the 20 people were not white. And then the following season, which I'm not actually sure if there was any kind of theme to that. Um, Let me just look this up real quick. Um, so that would be season 14. Oh, that was, um, oh, I don't believe there was anything, 
I don't remember what the theme was of that season, but that also had eight out of 19 people who were not white. So um, I'm including those uh, two seasons in all of this data, but I found out that of all of the seasons, 68% had a person of color leave or get kicked off within the first five episodes, Um, which tells you something a little bit about how we perceive power. Um, it, it, it really goes to show that like we, I don't know if it's a matter of feeling it feeling easier to vote off somebody who's perceived as weaker than white men or might have legitimate less power because of their demographic. But I found that that data pretty, um, I guess startling, but not startling at the same time. Um, it will be interesting to see how things play out with winners at war because there have been, um, you know, some non-white men winners and they will be in this season. And I um, can't wait to see how it plays out. I can't wait to see how it plays out with the power dynamics on the show if they're perceived, um, at least Sandra may be perceived as a threat because she has won twice and she is a Latina. Um, but I wanted to share that information with you going into the 40th season. Thank you for listening to Screw the Hierarchy. If you feel like you need more help, I have a free guide to recovery steps at dignitytogether.org targets and a sign up for daily boosts through your inbox at the same place. All of the content in this podcast was created and edited by yours truly, Deb Falzoy, and the music you heard is from Kevin McLeod. All right, have a wonderful rest of your week and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.